welcome to Sturdy Girl Club! your host, Jessica Fosterkew, comedian, weightlifter and proudly sturdy girl. Uh, what does that mean? It means that once I was late for my own tour show in lipstick and heels because I had stopped to help a man carry a fridge. <laughs> in this series, I'm going to be lifting the presumably very heavy lid on the four main types of weightlifting, from the most functional to the most aesthetic, from the most overalls to the most bikini, from the most Greta Thunberg to the most Kate Middleton. <laughs> Across the series, I'll be getting into powerlifting, Olympic lifting and bodybuilding. But today, let's start where I started with strongman. Pardon me, strong woman. <laughs> as a sport, it's best described as picking things up, pulling things, pushing things, throwing things, and let's not forget, sometimes they flip things as well. <laughs> All the things from sandbags to filing cabinets to Renault Clio's. <laughs> When I was researching this series, I spoke to some of the best of the best, including four-time Britain's strongest woman, Andrea Thompson. She is objectively amazing, and incredibly, she found the sport by accident. In fact, by the most toxically feminine accident of all time. She was trying to lose weight to fit into a dress for her sister's wedding. <laughs> I love this. It's like finding out that RuPaul discovered drag by chance on his way to Jeremy Clarkson's stag do. <laughs> Someone at Andrea's gym noticed that she was phenomenally strong and suggested she try Strong Woman. One competition in, and she was crowned the third strongest woman in the country <laughs> and went on to win strongest woman in the world. Wow. I spoke to her the day after she beat her own log lift record, which essentially involved lifting a 140-kilogram polished tree above her head. <laughs> How heavy is that? According to theweightofstuff.com, that's an adult tiger, a small piano, or two and a quarter Simon Cowles. <laughs> Now, you'd imagine after beating a record like that, she probably got home, kicked her own door in, ate a raw cow without even chewing, and had a few fights. I got home last night and the cat greeted me and I was like, oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Hello. Chamomile tea and then went to bed. <laughs> <laughs> Turns out the strongest woman in the world is just a normal lady. <laughs> A mum of two, an NVQ assessor from Suffolk. Well, quite normal. Here she is talking about what a yoke carry is. So the middle of the bar sits on the top of your shoulders and you can have anything from carrying motorbikes to people, just weights. I've carried whiskey barrels. Have you carried one with people dangling off it? Yes, I have. I have, yeah. We had a little fake down at the local park and I took some strongman stuff down there. I just picked two people out of the audience that I thought looked similar size. That's amazing. <laughs> just carried them down the field. <laughs> and at a fate, a bit more exciting than running the guess of how many sweets in the jar, isn't it? I'd love to be able to compare myself to amazing Andrea, but sadly, the only thing we have in common is that I also spent a half-life exercising to get thin. I'd slog away miserably on cardio machines for hours. Luckily, it only took me a mere 34 years to realise that if I wanted, I could instead do exercise that I enjoyed. <laughs> And for me too, that's lifting up heavy things. Do I think you might enjoy weightlifting? Yes, especially if any of the following things sound like you. 
One, secretly, you've always absolutely loved a trip to the tip. <laughs> Two, you're someone who's ever needed to pop to another room to scream into a cushion. <laughs> Three, when you see your suitcase on a baggage reclaim belt, you become possessed by a weird inner dad you never knew you had. <laughs> a voice inside your head sings, This is my moment. <laughs> And before you know it, you've carved a path through all the other tourists to get to your bag. A romantic reunion like that scene in the subway at the end of Crocodile Dundee. <laughs> or four, despite the fact that you identify as a woman, you are somehow, probably by some kind of modern magic, still capable of cooking food on a barbecue. <laughs> I had a rocky road into weightlifting myself. I had personal trainers in commercial gyms. I gave these trainers some very mixed messages. <laughs> I want to be able to deadlift twice my body weight, but also never weigh me. And um, could you arrange for me to get strong, but not, like, bulky? And, like, make it so that everyone I fancy fancies me back? But anyway, I'm not even here to change my body. Also, could you set up a situation where, for the first time ever, my dad is proud of me? OK, thanks. <laughs> When all of those PTs quite rightly gave up on me, they pointed at their colleague, Lee, a six-foot-seven fleshy battleship of a man, and they said, him, he'll get you strong. Now, Lee is a strong man. He's been Kent's strongest man, Essex's strongest man, and lots of other places' strongest man. Suffice to say, he's a great big massive strong man. <laughs> Lee and I weren't politically, shall we say, on the same page. <laughs> He's an ex-bouncer who loves Facebook conspiracies, vegan baiting and burping. <laughs> Whereas I like things like crying, hashtag Black Lives Matter, and really pushing the ecological and practical benefits of the moon cup. <laughs> I, um, I did message Lee before writing the show and say, look, I'm going to talk about you. Do you want me to change your name? He replied saying, please use my whole name. <laughs> I said, but Lee, to make you sound like less of a thug, am I allowed to tell them the excellent truth that you're also into medieval cosplay? <laughs> he wrote, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just remember to tell them I'm Republic of Ireland's strongest man. Ha <laughs> ha, seven foot, tall, dark, handsome, and a massive duh duh duh. <laughs> Next message, intellect. <laughs> Which, incredibly, he'd spelt wrong. <laughs> but he did introduce me to strong women and eventually even coaxed me into competing. He was the first trainer I ever had who believed me when I said I just wanted to get strong and not small. Which, ironically, seeing as how he feels about woke culture, makes him one of the most brilliant feminists I know. <laughs> one session with Lee, I turned up to the commercial chain gym where we train, and he said, we're going out the back today. And there, in amongst the cars and bins, was a truck tyre attached to a chain, which me... Just a regular middle-class mum in her 30s was invited to attach myself to with a harness and have a go at dragging as far as I could. Fit. <laughs> so I can never say, Lee, you had me at hello. But I can say, Lee, you had me at should we do it in the car park today? <laughs> 
I find it wild that in the UK we have some of the strongest women in the whole world, but they all have day jobs. It's an expensive hobby. As, as good yeah. as I am and as professional of level as I am, I'm, it's still an expensive hobby. I find that bizarre. Expensive hobbies should be pony riding or collecting Fabergé eggs. <laughs> Not being the best in the world at a sport. The world's best tennis players attract huge sponsorship. So why not these bigger, stronger women? I spoke to another hugely successful strong woman, coach and runner of a strength gym, Maya Blair. She explained that with sportswomen, they're still often offered sponsorship and lucrative TV work based on what they look like and not what they can do. Luckily, that never happens in comedy. <laughs> Eddie Hall is one of the most famous strongmen of all time. Here's Maya. Nobody looked at Eddie Hall and said, you're pretty, have some sponsorship. Yeah. That's definitely the way women are being viewed. What are you going to bring to our brand rather than what am I bringing to your brand? Well, how many people want to sleep with you? No one ever worried about that with Eddie, did they? <laughs> Eddie, if you're listening, that's a joke. <laughs> you're a beautiful man. Please don't eat me. <laughs> but this elite-level stuff doesn't change unless more women get into strength training. Luckily, the popularity of the sport is massively on the up, and I'm not surprised. I never thought I'd be that guy who made friends in the gym. But I accidentally have, because the community is so lush. Women used to have to join a local knitting circle to make new friends, but now we can cheer each other on while we pull a bus. <laughs> I genuinely did that once. Uh, how many people can say they've pulled a bus? I want that read out at my funeral. <laughs> She was a loving daughter, sister, partner, and a passable mother. <laughs> oh, and she pulled a bus. <laughs> My dad thinks woman weightlifting is so weird. <laughs> Maya's dad went one up. So I'm half Iranian. It's really interesting because in Iran, strength sports are huge for men, and they've got all of the apparatus obviously they've got a huge history of these like strength houses and all this kind of stuff but it's only for men and when I started lifting I think my dad just thought it was a phase and then I remember him saying to me darling if you want to have children you probably shouldn't do this anymore and I was like oh so I missed that lesson in biology <laughs> that's science <laughs> You know the rule, if your bicep gets too big, then your womb shrinks. <laughs> He's quite used to me just ignoring him and carrying on anyway. That's feminism. <laughs> I discussed muscularity versus femininity with all my interviewees, and with Maya, it came up naturally. There's a lot of comments like, you don't want to do that, you don't want to become manly. And I was like, do I not want to? You don't want me to. Like, that's quite different. Why should being and looking strong be just for men? When I first started lifting, there was a lot of, it's okay, you can do this, you won't get that bulky, which I take exception with as well, because myself and a number of other people have trained in a way that we don't actually care if we get bulky. Like, we're building muscle mass. And just this language that's used around strength for women, where you're training to get toned and... I don't understand what that even means. I guess it's just how we market strongness in a way where women feel like they're allowed it because it reassures them that they still won't take up too much space. When will we learn that a woman is a person and not a bed in a box room? <laughs> I'd always known that I've been stronger than most people, 
and usually mocked for it. And so I downplayed my strengths so much. And then I remember my boss at the time just saying, wow, actually, you've never done this before, but this is amazing. And it's probably one of the first times that I was really praised for being strong. And obviously that external validation was all I needed. Well, I'm glad I'm not the only one who feels like that. <laughs> I honestly think my weightlifting is fueled by protein, carbohydrates and compliments. <laughs> Maya has a way of describing things so beautifully that I hope she gets her own Radio 4 series off the back of this. Prepare yourself now for one of the best bits of speaking out loud I think I've ever heard. <laughs> I loved the fact that I could go into the gym and just add more weight and that's how I would determine how good that training session was rather than, like you said, tracking how many calories you'd burned. It's like, how much more can I do rather than how much less can I be? Get that on a tea towel now! Please, my arse is exploding with the perfection of that sentence! Stick your live, love, laugh up your ass. <laughs> I want a bit of laminated driftwood above my breakfast bar that says that. <laughs> Strong woman, then. A fast-growing sport full of wildly good fun, drama and warm sisterhood, without which I'd have a way more boring eulogy. <laughs> Next time your bus breaks down, ask around for a mum out of the nearest school run. I bet someone there can give you a turn. <laughs> was written and performed by me, Jessica Foskew, with additional material from Lee Wolf, the strongest man in Ireland. The producer was Lindsay Fenner, and it is a mighty funny production for the BBC.